0: What is good, Divine Dolls? All right, so I kind of took a sneak peek at this. Um, So here's the thing. Um, Remember how we, in a couple podcasts back, we looked at like the yin and the yang of the the astrological signs. And if you recall, uh, Aquarius actually comes up as a masculine sign. And so that has me in a place where I'm like oh snap we've all been saying like age of a is for the woman but and it doesn't have to do with sex but um it talks about how it's uh I believe air and fire right and it talked about how it's more of the you have passive and oh type it in real quick. It was passive and active, I think it was, or assertive. Passive versus versus assertive. And so you can go back to that podcast and and kind of rethink about what would that mean for the woman in terms of how she's going to function or how is she going to thrive in Age of Aquarius. I wanted to read this. This came across here. I have googled um, women in Age of Aquarius. I'm not too I'm terribly happy with everything I'm finding in terms of the or it doesn't seem to be answering the questions I have. But I thought this was interesting. I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. Um it's talking more so about Virgo. So if you want to stay um and listen to that part, you're more than welcome to. So what it what it's titled is is that it says, um, this is from a website called Warrior. Warriorsgoddess.com. And it says, What is a goddess warrior? Welcome to the age of Aquarius. And this was written in November 11, 2020, right? So she's using like all these portals 11, 11 2020. Right? The sin is definitely there. So it says, um It is believed that around 26,000 years ago, Goddess warriors ruled the earth. Today we are in a transition where the archetype of the goddess, whether warrioress, priestess, shamaness, huntress, and wise woman, has come back to bring balance to the world. We are on the threshold of a new age and our roles, our destinies cannot be ignored. It says the goddess won't let us stay hidden, say, stay safe, or stay small. And so when when I'm starting to think about what age of Aquarius... I mean, what? uh, let let me just see if I can pull... So Aquarius. Aquarius. um, Masculine. And yeah, let's see if we can pull that up real quick just to kind of refresh the memory real quick. I know I'm a little bit... Here we go. Um... Oh man, I wish it. Oh, here we go. It is. So it, it's a it's a um, masculine sign. But real quick to kind of give you an idea. So the other uh, masculine signs are um, the air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Um, the fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So it says essentially masculine refers to prefers to seize the moment, right? Make things happen. Change what doesn't suit them with their actions and choices, okay? Masculine um, sign people, right? But we're talking about age of, the woman in the age of Aquarius, so masculine in sense of like life's movers, shakers. Um, let me kind of give you a little bit more here. Um, active versus passive. So um, with Aquarius being masculine, it says so active spontaneous and overtly ambitious interested in posing their will on the world rather than adjusting to what exists okay um let's see here we go it's sh- um showing initiative overt overt ambition ability to conceptualize and communicate verbally um so those are kind of things you need to, i think think about as it relates to a woman, right? Um, In terms of how us women are going to survive in Age of Aquarius, right? Are those traits that we need to embody and how naturally does it come to us? So then it says, um, this transition is in the stars and it involves Regulus, the guiding star of human evolution and the heart of the lion, which moved into the sign of enlightened consciousness and the divine mother Virgo in November 2011. Now, two things. This is so interesting because um, there is absolute synastry. The opposite sign of Aquarius is Leo. Um, so if, if you wanted to have like some type of compatibility there with, along with the sun signs, although there's so much more to synastry between compatibility, Aquarius and Leo are, are opposites. Um, and so, but they would make good partners. So I find it interesting that the Regulus is going into the, um, into the heart of the lion. And so it's really nice because especially like for me, like how I have, um, Oh, uh, my Virgo, it ha- because of my Virgo and Pisces, my Jupiter is expanding and constricting at the same time. So it, it makes it kind of a difficult placement to navigate because you can't really have extraction and come and con- contraction at the same time. Well, you can. I, I like to think of it now as labor pains now that I understand it. But anyway, so th- that's complementary, right? The other thing that kind of threw me off because I thought it I thought Aquarius was a feminine sign because when I thought of the water bearer, um I've always seen the water bearer to be a woman. And I remember back when I, I still have my, my oracle cards and whatever whatnot, but I just love that whole imagery of the woman pouring water and the feminine element of water, but it's actually supposed to be, I guess, a masculine or a or a male. So we will figure that all of that out, right? Whatever. So, but here it's saying that Regulus, which is the guiding star of human evolution, has moved into the sign of enlightened consciousness and divine mother Virgo in November 2011. This initiated a new age for humanity. Together, they are manifesting the destiny of a whole aligned, balanced and harmonious humanity while there is no duality. No power struggles and no control over one another or one where there is no duality. Whoa, now that's deep. Hmm. Where there's no duality, no power struggles or no control over uh, another. It says, have you ever wondered why you are here, right here, right now? What's been going on since 2011? What have the past nine years called you into? And again, this was written in 2022. I'm recording this August 2023, right? Have you felt depth in, deep in the depths of your soul that there was more for you to be? Not more for you to do, but more for you to be. Mm, I like how she did that. It says, your destiny, your dharma has been calling you. Calling in you into wholeness into your power into your goddess expression into the expression of the empowered heart woo now that is deep y'all ah uh, that that's that's a powerful combo combination right there empowered heart that is very much a um if i had to think of what i'm learning about like i think age of aquarius and the woman right it's about the woman is is kind of like that heart space. But if we kind of understand the masculine power or the traits behind Age of Aquarius, the type of woman that's going to thrive in Age of Aquarius is going to be the person who has power behind her heart and empowers others and her it has an empowered heart herself. And and that is powerful. Like that's a such a brilliant form of like or like radiance, like surrounding the heart space, right? It says the kind heart, the the heart that leads the way. And this is so cool because I didn't really think this would hit, you know, kind of um, match up with what I was looking for. But the way that she's describing this, I think it has to be, it definitely resonates with Age of Aquarius too. Because remember, instead of taking the passive role, here's the other thing too. Pisces is feminine. And Pisces is more passive. So how is it that we're going from age of Pisces to age of of, um, Aquarius? But a lot of us have been saying that it's going to benefit the woman. I think that there are things within it that will benefit the woman. But I think that there's things that we have to be cautious of moving forward. I don't think it's going to necessarily be a walk in the park. Um, But when you talk about the male trait in terms of leading Leading with your heart, um you have uh words like empowered heart and also what was the other thing here? the heart that leads the way that that's that's I hope you're picking up what she's putting down there, so it says um it's time to step into our full whole and sovereign selves as women we embody more of the divine feminine energies. It is our task in this lifetime to balance the divine masculine with the divine feminine within and to express the highest, most enlightened aspects of the divine feminine in our lives and interactions, a goddess in the form of the warrior. So we're going to probably be seeing a more rise of like the divine feminine warrior goddess. I, you know, I have my decks for the divine feminine deck and stuff. And maybe this is a good time. I keep saying this and kind of future faking y'all a little bit, but I need, we need to revisit these, right? A goddess in the form of the warrior is the embodiment of the virtue of courage. So uh, this is, we're stepping away from the passive pacific, pacis, passivity of um, even age of Pisces, even within, even with it being a feminine, um, uh, or, or passive, we're going from passive to, uh, let me go back to this word here, um, to active, right? We're going from passive to active. So we are going from following to leading and we're going from uh, cowardly, I suppose, to courageous. And this is so cool because, remember, the, the the sign that she talked about, Regulus, going into the lion of the... Those are all Leo traits. Um, let me see here. Heart of the lion. Now, let me just double check, too, because is Leo feminine or masculine? Hold on one second. So, Leo... Yeah, Leo is also in the masculine. So, there's still masculine with the... Leo and, and Aquarius going on there. Um, let me see. Mm-mm-mm. So it says, um, so embodying the virtues of courage, right? Heart centered right action. There's that action word again, right? Um, active versus passive. Who stands her ground. Again, that's active. Sets clear boundaries. Active, right? Courageously forges her own path. I know one of the things about Age of Aquarius is that it's definitely for the, for the individual. I'm not saying that we shouldn't work in community or as a collective, but we will actually, in my opinion, be better off the more that each of us celebrate our individuality. Because one of the things to me with Age of Pisces is that you have this like congregation where everybody's cut cookie cutter, cut and paste, and you're just replicating the same person over and over and over. We, you know, and so, but we're so much better if we are multifaceted. Right. And, you know, I specialize in this, you specialize in this. And especially if you're talking about community, I mean, if you have one lawyer trying to make everybody lawyers, who's going to be the farmers, who's going to be the teachers, who's going to be the nurses, who's going to be the doctors, who's going to be, you know, the designers and builders and architects and engineers and scientists. It's like, so this is very much about courageously forging your own path, you know, individuality, creativity. Creativity is a feminine element. um, But it says, who stands for truth and justice, carves her own path, uses her sword and discernment to cut through any self-limiting beliefs or conditioning. So there's that duality where it's like, as a woman, what do these things mean for you? And how do you move, into, move from being passive to being active, right? It says like Virgo, which means Uh, a woman whole unto herself. So Virgo means a woman whole unto herself. The warrioress is a woman who asks, who am I? And takes the first and the next step to find the answer. She holds nothing back and stands down for no one. She is courage embodied. She is unafraid to look deep within herself to walk through the darkness, to bring light to the shattered, forgotten, shunned aspects of her psyche and soul. She's here to facilitate wholeness, regeneration, and standing in our source of true strength and power, the power within. Now, this is interesting because I've been talking about, like... Maybe sometimes when we take our stances on things, are we selfish? Are we narrow-sighted? Are we not cultured enough or illiterate, like uh, illiterate or ignorant? And so, if we're here to facilitate wholeness, that means that we're helping not just ourselves, but we're helping to facilitate wholeness for other people, right? Regeneration, standing in our source of true strength and power. And I love this too because um I think that there is a codependent relationship between <coughs> Let me get some water. I've been talking since five o'clock this morning, y'all. Ooh, not me almost spilling my water on my laptop. That would have been no buenos, y'all. Mm. Okay. So we've been talking about, um, I lost my train of thought. Let's keep pushing through. Oh my gosh. Hold on. It says, at this moment in time, we are experiencing significant shifts in our consciousness. Facilitated by the evolution of humanity and directed by divine order. We are becoming the embodiment of the goddess and integrating our soul knowingness into our daily lives, our interactions, and the way we show up in the world. We are becoming goddess warriors. We are transitioning into our sovereign destiny. We are here for a purpose that is becoming clear to us. When we read the stars, we are shown the way. The cosmos is not just a map of objects and mysteries in space. The cosmos is a map of destiny. In the cosmos around 26,000 years ago, when the goddess warriors ruled the earth, they did so under the cosmic rule of Regulus. An alignment that moves slowly and with significance. An alignment that is calling us home to ourselves. It's time to... Still the voice asking, why am I here? We know why we are here. It's unavoidable. It's predestined. We were here 26,000 years ago as goddess warriors and we're back. Woo! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So it says, through our awakened consciousness, through our empowered hearts and through the release of limiting self-consciousness. Now, that's another good word. Like If I had to think about the podcast where I talked about like, oh, I've never experienced the Holocaust and no one in my family, so then therefore it doesn't exist. And the whole argument I lay out there, (laughs) that's what it is. It's self-consciousness, right? Versus being other consciousness or fully conscious we're just self-conscious and that is limiting right it says through the release of limiting self-consciousness karma and other elements that may be weighing us down we may be the goddess warriors we have always known ourselves to be it is time for the divine feminine to rule with right action from the heart for the benefit of the collective that is tired of suffering tired of chasing And seeking peace, harmony, and joy. And so again, it's just that invitation, I think, for us women. Sometimes we've been so self-centered and we say like, well, it doesn't affect me. So, you know, who cares who gives a rat's ass about what's going on for the rest of the collective, right? It says, it's time for the Divine Feminine to rule with right action from the heart for the benefit of the collective, And the collective is tired of suffering, y'all. We're tired of chasing and seeking peace, harmony, and joy. It says, your heart and your soul know the truth. They know what the stars have shown us. That it's time for the goddess warrior to bring balance back to humanity. And if your mind wants to get in the game, then let it ruminate on this story of a mystical message relating to the fate of humanity that made a pope faint the mystical message was sealed and kept secret until much such time as was right for us unveiling in the year 2000 the message contained a prophecy and it is and it is said contain these words per coreum leones and signo vergenes and solitaritatem stelarum te salavamos. Okay, translated it means in the heart of the lion, Regulus, in the sign of the Virgin, Virgo, the sisterhood of the stars, and oh my God, the sisterhood, y'all don't mess with me like this. It says the sisterhood of the stars and the sisterhood of the rose, which is the divine feminine, will save you. The heart of the lion in the sign of the of the Virgin the sisterhood of the stars and the sisterhood of the rose maybe there will be a sisterhood after all y'all because remember it's a destiny oh my gosh right because if if we are um have our planetary um, placements with the stars and their sisterhood in the stars, then maybe there will be a sisterhood. I don't know. I would love to see it, but I, I, um, I do want to talk about it because I feel like right now, while everybody's talking with the men and about men, we have some real conversations about how we need to interact with each other because it's not going to be a walk through the park. You're still, you're going to, because the shift is going to move over to women, we're the, we're going to be dealing with some flaws and I think that, you know, you have to still identify what are higher vibrational women and what are lower vibrational women. But that being said, I think I want us to be different in that we can still find a way to heal the lower frequency um um divine feminine as opposed to just letting them, you know, kind of just still go unrestrained and wreaking havoc and and going unchecked. Um, But also not addressing it or just distancing ourselves from it in the best, healthiest way for the collective, right? So it says, in my own awakening as the embodiment of the goddess warrior, I'm aligning to this purpose, to the path of self-mastery, personal leadership. That's definitely active versus passive, right? math for lines up with the masculine energies of Aquarius, right? Empowerment, that's another active age of Aquarius theme. Both in myself and in others. And and one of the the um consecrators I like to ta- uh listen to um as it pertains to like spiritual development and type of stuff, right? Um but She uses the word like containers, and every time you get to higher levels, you have your your container expands for things. You your limiting beliefs, um, you know, get washed away, and it's kind of like your container can expand. So it's this idea that we can. Our containers have the capacity to expand to where now we not only are doing personal development for ourselves but for the collective. Our hearts are are able to do it. We have the heart space for it. We we are empowered to do that and destiny is on our side. It's in the stars, right? It says as a way shower of the reunification process. It's notice I said process and not process. <laughs> It's my um honor to lead, guide, and facilitate this empowering transformation in other women. And then she asks, "Who's in?" So I think that was definitely beautiful. I'm sleepy, guys. I woke up freaking at five o'clock this morning. My Bruno is ready to go to bed. Hopefully, he doesn't keep us up tonight. Um, because I really want to sleep in. So I'm gonna go put him to bed also, and um, I will check back with y'all. Uh more than likely tomorrow. Take care. Bye.